Ah, uh, here we are. <laughs> Why are you hesitating? Oh, wait. Hang on, just a second. I need reading glasses to see what I'm doing here. Why are you hesitating? There you are standing on a diving board at a swimming pool. It's the low board, not the high board. The water's only a few feet away, yet you hesitate. Or you're at a networking meeting. You know you should be introducing yourself to people. After all, that's why you're there, yet you hesitate. What's holding you back? You want to start a blog or write a book or write a song or commit to something, anything, yet you hesitate. When I was in junior high school, I was invited to play in a music competition. My instrument was the snare drum. And I hesitated, made a bunch of excuses. I didn't really want to do it. I don't believe in competition for music, all that stuff, right? Eventually, I relented and ended up taking first place in a performance, which was kind of fun. So this taught me a little lesson, small lesson. You can do good things in spite of your hesitation and self-doubt. Just kind of move forward. Hi, this is Tim Patterson. This is a Trade Show Guy Monday Morning Coffee. I blog, I podcast, I photograph, I play drums and guitar, I sell and manage uh, design and fabrication of trade show exhibits and take really good care of clients. At least that's what I believe. I, I do a lot. I, I'm a ski bum. I ride bicycle a lot. But yes, I hesitate a lot. Uh, maybe not as much as when I was younger, but you know, as you grow and as you age, you find fewer reasons to hesitate. Uh, you find fewer reasons to hold back. But why, why, do we, why do we hesitate in the first place? Well, a lot, I think, has to do with fear of failure. Kind of makes sense. Uh, we're afraid of looking foolish. We're afraid of failing. We're afraid of stepping out of our comfort zone or uh, doing something that we really don't have a lot of experience at doing. Ask any successful person. I guarantee you that at some point in their life, they were completely unsure of what they were doing that is now uh, something they're very good at doing and are very successful at. How, they might even still at this point be pretty unsure of what they're doing, but for some reason, they're successful. Uh, after a number of successes, though, even little ones, I think you start to believe in yourself a little bit more. You start to understand what it takes to move forward with confidence, uh, maybe not confidence that you'll succeed or do a great job on whatever it is, but confidence that no matter what the outcome, you've done your best, you've given your all, and you'll accept the outcome no matter what. Johnny Cash said once, you build on failure. You use it as a stepping stone. Close the door in the past. You don't try to forget the mistakes, but you don't dwell on it. You don't have it let you don't let it have any of your energy or any of your time or any of your space. It's from Johnny Cash. And although I think we all hate to fail at anything, I, I do agree with Johnny Cash. When you fail, you're bound to learn something. If you're not learning something, you're not paying attention, or you don't want to learn what went wrong. They say, I heard this very young. Uh, the lessons that you need to learn keep showing up in life in different places. You got to keep learning them. Eventually you'll learn them. Even your successes will teach you lessons too. So how do you keep from hesitating? Now let's look back at that networking meeting. Uh, years ago when I used to go to them, and I still do, but years ago when I went to them, I, I wanted to kind of stay hidden. I wondered why I was there, uh, you know, but back then I would force myself to at least talk to one or two people. And then having done that, I go, oh, I got that done. I got that out of the way. Now I can go hide again. Uh, or I would stay with people I knew that were comfortable with and talk with them. Uh, or when I met with someone, I, I once I found they, they were fun to talk with, I would sit there and talk with them a long time and call it good. Say, you know what? I'm good. I don't need to go see anybody else. Now, I still do networking meetings. I, I like to meet people. Uh, but I have kind of a more purposeful and defined goal. And I'm certainly more relaxed about it. 
Uh, but I want to talk to, let's say, at least half a dozen people. Now, this depends on the type of the meeting, of course. Uh, find out what they do. Find out what if they're in business. Uh, find out what their ideal client is. And if I can refer anyone to them. And when they ask, and they'll usually ask, uh, tell them what I do and what my ideal client might be. So that's a good kind of strategy for going into a networking meeting. When it comes to publishing anything, writing, creating, such as a book, a podcast, a video blog like this, it does take a commitment. You are committing to showing up. If it's writing a book, you'll have to, you know, book the time to work on it. If you're doing a regular podcast or blogging, it takes a commitment to just keep showing up, to just keep doing it. Not that every blog post or every podcast has to be great or at least better than the last one. No, it's really a lot more important to just keep showing up. By doing so, you you do learn things. Uh, You learn about yourself. You learn from other people. You learn by simply doing something creative over and over and over. It's also known that when you move out of your comfort zone, you're moving into a growth zone. It might be safe and, you know, comfortable to stay in that comfort zone. Uh, But that's not where the growth is. That's not where the real good stuff is. So uh, back to hesitation. It's the same as all the other things I've mentioned, self-doubt, maybe even low self-esteem, fear of failure, so on. But my answer, and may not be your answer or the answer for everyone, is to just keep doing it. Keep showing up. Keep doing the work. Keep putting it out there. It'll never be perfect. I've heard that perfection is the enemy of the good. You've heard in your, when you were a kid, you're like for if you're learning piano or any instrument or something like that, people say, practice makes perfect. Uh, <laughs> I always hated that. I finally figured out why, because there is no such thing as perfect. Uh, practice makes improvement. I would go with that. Perfection is the enemy of good. So uh, keep putting your stuff out there. Keep asking questions at networking groups. Keep introducing yourself to new people. Keep on doing it. Don't worry about being perfect. Just move ahead and put something out there even if it's not perfect because if you wait till it's perfect you'll never get anything done because it'll never be perfect all right Uh, some other steps you can take do a little at a time hold yourself accountable have a plan block out time make sure that plans include steps that will for sure take you out of your comfort zone Uh, stay positive by realizing that you will have moments of doubt and it's all part of the process so keep moving forward Uh, This week's trade show tip, let's look at uh, when you're an exhibitor at a show. There's a lot of things, a lot of metrics that you can pay attention to. And granted, you can't do all of these at every single show, but if you have a plan, you can certainly do most. So what kind of things should you count from show to show, and why why should you even count them? Well, let's say you're at a show and you're there several years in a row. How do you know if the show is successful to you? Uh, Well, first of all, you should know what the overall show numbers are, uh, and that is usually something that you don't have to count because the show organizers will do that. They'll put out a press release, like at the NAB. I got a press release um, that I went to uh, earlier this month. A few days after the show, they said, you know, we had 91,000 visitors, 1,600 exhibitors, and so you know from year to year to year if that show is growing or if it's contracting. Uh, If you keep track of your visitors, and that's a little harder to do, but getting easier with technology, how many people came to your booth? Certainly you can count how many leads you got. You can count how many demos you gave. If you're giving away samples of a product, like if you're sampling out food or something, you know how many samples you've given away. Uh, You know what the thing costs, so you keep track of all the costs, uh, all the travel, all the booth costs, uh, new booth, uh, upgrading, all that stuff. So you keep track of all those numbers. Um, you know, you, you can even keep track if you have a, the right technology or 
uh, if you're paying attention, the time spent in your booth by visitors. You know, would a time-lapse camera help you that with that something, for example? Uh, the more you can quantify, the more information you have, and down the line, more you can justify or s- something like that. I, I just kind of made that up. Uh, knowing what the results are down to a T and knowing how much things cost to the penny will help you know the return on investment. So the more information you have, the better decisions you can make. And perhaps... Uh, knowing all that information could, down the line, help justify the cost of adding space to your booth or getting a new exhibit. So count as much as you can. Visitors, leads, demos, samples, overall show numbers, cost, uh, time spent in booth by visitors, and so on and so forth. I'm sure you can come up with something that would be important to your company as well. All right, to wrap it up, this week's One Good Thing. I just started watching, I think we're two episodes in, uh, to season five of Bosch on Amazon Prime. Bosch is the series by uh, Michael Connolly. I've been reading the books as well. I'm about halfway through the 25 or so books that he has that uh, uh, are uh, of of Harry Bosch, Hieronymus Bosch, played by Titus Welliver on uh, the Amazon Prime series. Season five, it just got released here in the last week or two. It's it's really good. I, I enjoy that kind of show and I hope you do too. That's That's this week's one good thing. It's, uh, gosh, another another great uh, uh, <laughs> Monday for a trade show guy. Uh, Monday morning coffee. I'm Tim Patterson, trade show guy. Thanks for joining me, and I hope you join me again next week. Tell, tell a friend, tell a colleague, and go over to the podcast place where you found this, SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts, and leave a review, uh, you know, thumbs up, star, whatever you, whatever you want to do. Rate it. I appreciate that, and uh, see you next time around.